Hello and welcome into This Esports Life, episode 11, Hot Goss. My name's Launders and we have a jam-packed show for you today. I'm going to go ahead and list off the things we're going to be talking about. The first thing is going to be a health update where I'll quickly go over all the stuff that we've been talking about throughout the episodes when it comes to my health. Um, and then we'll follow up with new merchandise, new boxer merchandise, a new release that's coming out in August, some exclusive details that you won't find anywhere else that I'm saving strictly for this podcast and strictly for the core dedicated bunch of you that are here uh, every week to listen to me ramble about my bullshit. And then we've got some details about Boxer, Boxer incorporating, and some other details, some stuff that I teased that I couldn't talk about in the past weeks that I will now kind of talk about in this episode. And then we'll round off with an update on the visa situation. Spoiler, not much has changed. And then some stuff about the future that I maybe haven't discussed yet. But uh, before we get into it, I just want to let you guys know that I'm making it a point to make these episodes, these podcast episodes as transparent as possible, okay? As, 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 as honest, open, and pointed as possible. That means I will give you all of the information that I can possibly give you in a public setting to make sure that you have a very honest outlook on what it's like to um, live the life of somebody who's trying to navigate the trials and tribulations, the peaks and troughs, right? The obstacles of of trying to get into esports or working in in their career or uh, just someone who's trying to focus on their health, right? Everything, the 360 with me. I'm going to be try to be very honest about it, and that's because you know, as an interviewer, um, I. I think I've always said that my favorite interviews were from the people who are not necessarily rude, right? Not necessarily mean or not necessarily attacking other people, but people who were just straight up honest about the way they felt and the situation that they felt they were in, you know? And uh, I've always looked at Hiko, for example, as somebody who was just given the most honest interviews ever. You know, he's asked the question, he answers it. He just tells it like it is. And he won't hide anything or give you a PR answer. I want that to be me because that is the most engaging kind of content that I ever have ever watched. And the only reason I want to hear somebody talk about their life is if they're going to be 100% real about things. And that's what I want to do for you guys. And I definitely want to reward everybody who has uh, stuck with the podcast and, and people who are just getting on now. It's just the beginning. Um, everything will only get more and more juicy as the episodes roll on and um, we'll we'll see the the success and the failures and you know all the things I'm thinking about and you know hopefully a year from now shit will get so different and be so crazy that um, all of these different kind of storylines that we have going on will result in some in some great successes you know that's what I'm in it for I'm, I'm trying to get somewhere um, and, and certainly there'll be failures along the way but uh, ultimately um putting my best foot forward to do everything possible to make sure that we can have, we can create the best story ever. So um, thank you again. And yeah, that's, you know, you have my word that I'll I'll be, I'll I'll be as honest as possible. And I'll show you right here um, in this episode. First things first, the health update. Uh, I have been doing good. I've been doing pretty good. Just went for a run, been going for runs every every day or every other day. Sometimes I take a break. Had a little bit of trouble sleeping where I would 
get in bed by one and then I would end up going to sleep at four. And I know everyone's got different ways to help with sleeping, meditation, you know, not eating before bed, getting exercise. I've been doing a lot of that stuff, but some days it's just hard to sleep, you know? Today I actually ate some, uh, last night ate some ibuprofen with some kind of sleep aid because I really want to reset and I want to start waking up at 8 a.m. Because I found that if you go to, if you, if you wake up at like 10, 11 on days you have off, um, not everyone has like the same, like a abnormal work schedule like I do, but on days you have off, you might wake up at like 11 o'clock. Well, let's say you want to stay up until like 3 a.m., you know, but you, you want to be productive. Technically, you have the same amount of hours that you're up, but I know for myself that once that clock hits midnight, I'm not doing any more work, you know? I'm hanging out on Live Leak. I'm watching fight comps on World Star Hip Hop, right? I'm in the I'm in the depths of YouTube, right? I'm finding out about truly treacherous people online and like f- learning about crazy ass, uh, crazy ass Law and Order SVU type shit that's happening in the world. Watching documentaries on Syria, all the craziest shit happens after midnight, you know? Where I'm I'm really just exploring the internet or watching a stream. <laughs> or playing Fortnite or uh, something like that, um, but I'm not doing work, right? I, I I'm not I'm not being my most productive. So I want to start going to sleep at midnight, to, and you know I might miss out on some live leak, but whatever. Maybe I can watch that in the day. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to go to sleep at midnight. Wake up for uh, eight or nine o'clock. That would be I think really good. Um, drinking is the hard part though, right? Because how are you supposed to drink and then go to sleep at midnight? And if you have a night where you drink and are up to like 4am, I mean, you're gonna have to reset your schedule once again, but most days of my life, I'm not drinking. So I can probably pull it off, I think. Um, but that's what I've been trying to do. And I had that like sleep medication last night to help me. And I actually got pretty good sleep, woke up at nine, went for a run. Uh, I, I started out 10 episodes ago with running it's been a few weeks now i ran uh, i i ran i think 0.3 miles my my first my first run and now we're up to about a mile so today i ran um the longest route that i've ran so far is about 1.1 miles and i fell a little short it really sucked i hated myself for it because i told myself i was gonna just finish the route but, um, you know, I felt like my legs were about to give out. I was just a little bit too tired. And honestly, maybe I was a little bit of a bitch about it. I could have, I probably could have done it. You know, if, if I had a boulder f- coming after me, like a giant boulder rolling down a hill behind me, I probably would have found the strength. And I think that's what I, you know, that's what running is all about. is pushing yourself to do something when you don't actually have to do it. And, uh, uh, and just fucking, and just hating yourself if you don't. And I definitely did the second part today so i got close i did probably did a mile it's still probably the longest run that i've done but i'm still a little bit disappointed and finished the complete route but i feel great you know running gives you a lot of energy throughout the day it's been really great for me um i found that it just makes me better it gives me more energy i pre probably can tell from these vlogs it gives me more energy straight up and um and i feel a lot better my appetite's there sleeps better all that stuff so it's been good Today was good, um, and uh, not looking forward to having to do that run again tomorrow. 
because I can't come up short again. No, just can't, just can't. Something special about running where it's, you know, you can be exhausted from playing sports and having fun, but that's a kind of exhaustion that you don't even notice is hitting you. Whereas like with running, it's like the most boring task possible. And it's just one foot after the other. And it's like, you're not doing it to have fun. You're doing it just, just to literally beat yourself to death um, and try to challenge and push yourself. So it's an, inter an interesting thing. I have been cooking. I have been cooking a lot. Uh, I pretty much cooking almost every single day. Just got my Amazon Fresh groceries delivered today. Sometimes I go to Whole Foods. Sometimes I take a walk to Ralph's. You know, I think it's good to, if you ever want to go grocery shopping for yourself, uh, go to a grocery store, you know, start over in produce, walk up and down the aisles, look at things, check out prices, different brands, um, you know, come in with a recipe and just like knock out everything on the list and then, you know, go home, make the food. If you guys don't do grocery shopping or cooking, uh, it's a good way to get started, I think. Just pick up a recipe and uh, and do that. I feel like I've got like a lot of the basics down really well now. I'm starting to cook food without uh, without using any, um, without using recipes. So like I made something with like kind of like a, I think it's like, an, I use like this Nashville hot chicken spice that it's like salt, prep, paprika, pepper, and some other stuff. And it's uh, pretty, and cayenne, I think, and it's pretty spicy. And um, I use it on chicken thighs, which I um, threw in the oven. And then I used a, a rice cooker to make some rice, fried some vegetables on a pan, combined it at the end. I made it a couple times uh, and it was, it was pretty good. So I'm getting a little bit more confident in the kitchen. I find myself now uh, spending uh, spending more time um, not having anything to do because I'm like so on point with like how long things need you know I'm like oh three minutes left in the oven time to start you know put the vegetables on the pan which is already heated up with some vegetable oil, oil on it but now what I want to do is to start making some spicy food because spicy food is something I grew up eating every day I'm Indian you know what I mean my mom is Indian too and she, uh, we would make curry and spicy food uh, or she would make it for me, you know, every, almost every single day. So it's been weird to only make like pastas and stuff like that. And, you know, buying this Cajun spice made me realize like I need to eat more food that has spice in it. So I can't really be bothered to eat food. That's, that's super plain. It was just fun while I was learning to make my own food, but you know, rich, rich food, savory food. I mean, nothing for me compares to spice, salty, savory, sweet. No, that's for me. It's as long as it's spicy. That's what I care about. So I might try my hand with some curries. Um, I'm going to make some uh, fish tacos today. I got Chrissy Teigen's work, uh, cookbook. So one of my best friends, Hannah from Toronto, recommended that I buy the cookbooks. So there might be some recipes in there. She helped me make, some, she helped me make the uh, shrimp linguine uh, that I made a, a few weeks ago. So I bought that. And there's a good recipe for some, uh, some, some fish tacos with tilapia. And... Um, I'm going to give that a shot today. That's about it for cooking. Just pretty much. I, I think one thing I need to do probably is figure out how to spend less money going to the grocery store. Because I think I spend almost more going to a grocery store than I would if I Uber eat sometimes. Like, because it's really hard to shop for one person in terms of ingredients, right? Like, you need some carrots. Well, you get a whole fucking bunch of carrots. If you need, like, tomatoes, you get a bunch. That stuff always goes bad. It's tough shopping for yourself. It's, there's there's so many like meal solutions now these days, like Soylent or other meal replacements, or I don't know, um, 
there's like meal kits where you like have the food, the ingredients, and they give you a recipe, like Blue Apron. And I, it, I think a lot of those solutions are for people who are who live alone, but none of those are are going to teach you like how to do things yourself. So yeah, don't know what I'm going to do on that front. I have quit <clears throat> cigarettes slash nicotine for almost 60 days now. Some days I forgot I quit. You know, last episode, I don't even remember to talk about it because I just like have not smoked a cigarette or had snooze or been near nicotine or anything in so long. Uh, so easy after the first week, you know, out of, out of, it doesn't help if you watch things like Mad Men. Like if you're in the middle of Mad Men, you probably don't want to try to quit smoking because... They, you know, John Hamm's pulling out cigarettes left, right, and center. Everybody on that show smokes a lot. It was depicting a time, I think in the late 50s or 60s or early 60s, that there were was competing science as to whether or not it's actually, if nicotine was actually harmful or not. And uh, cigarette companies were funding, you know, the the research to try to debunk the health organizations in the U.S. and and they were both coming up with propaganda to take the other one down. And I honestly don't, I honestly don't personally believe that like cigarettes and nicotine are really that bad for you. I mean, cigarettes are much better than nicotine in some forms, for sure. But just overall, I mean, I have a hard time believing that either are really, really that that bad for you. I mean, if you want to quit, take your time with it. I definitely don't recommend quitting. If you don't know that you want to quit, uh, uh, hear hear that advice. Okay, I think it's just like the running thing. Like I went for this this run that was 1.1 miles, and I really wanted to do it. I really wanted to do it. You know, I I really really did. Um, and maybe I didn't want it bad bad enough, and that's why I didn't make it. But I convinced myself that I wanted to do it. But if you if you do something like that, you say I can run 1.1 miles. My God. I don't really want to do it, but I'm going to go do it. I'm just going to complete it. And then you fail. It's going to feel bad. If you do the same thing with c- cigarettes and or something like that, it's the same deal. You know, you, you don't want to fail. You don't want to fail. Um, I want to smoke five cigarettes this week. And if that's like what you feel like you can do, do that. But I think what's more key than setting like reasonable goals is just figuring out like a really good motivation for wanting to do something like, for example, um, well, I quit cigarettes for a year before when I was like 19. And that was because of the money. I was like, it just costs so much. I just did some calculations, you know, spending like uh, $20 a week uh, while I was in university. So I was like broke as fuck. And I was buying cigarettes. I was like, this does not make any sense. Like I'm spending so much money on cigarettes um more money than i should so i decided that i would quit and then that actually worked you know it got me through the first week just thinking about the money every day you know it felt good to quit maybe you want to quit because you want to prove a point sometimes that can be good too that might be enough to take you over the line but do not do it if you're like ah people tell me i should quit oh i think i should quit don't quit wait until you really Wait until you have like a terrible cigarette, you know, where you just like cough and it's like disgusting. You're like, oh, why did I do that? Oh, why did I have that 10th cigarette today? That was actually disgusting. You know, take that feeling, that moment to be like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. And then try to get yourself 
past that first really difficult week. That's that's definitely my my best advice. Um, but that's it for the health update. Cooking good, running good, quitting cigarettes good. Uh, checking all the boxes for me personally. There's nothing really that I uh, want to do more of. Oh, reading maybe something I wanted to do more of. I started reading um, a book called The Outsider by Stephen King. I think I talked about it last week, but I don't really haven't really read it since last week. I've read like I read through the second chapter, I think, but I should be reading every night. So I'm gonna I'll try to do that, and I'll let you know how that goes. Uh, new new merchandise. So this is the real exclusive shit. Okay, between me and you, uh, we are gonna be working with Rama again. Uh, a lot of people on Twitter will see some spoilers that and if they have if they're clued in and they understand what the logos are they'll see the hints um but uh but a lot of people might not know we are working with rama again uh, rama is the guy who made the boxer keycap last time it was a smash hit we sold that in four minutes um it's absolutely unbelievable we had no idea they would go that fast uh it's such an incredible product that i just love so much and um we're excited to be working with him again i I personally love Rama. He's I, I talked to him. He gave me a sent me a care package with a bunch of stuff, including an M6A, which is it's just it's just actually incredible. It's a little bit it's like a six key switcher that you can uh, plug into your computer and use to and program them to separate keys. And I use them for scene switching in OBS. And he gave me uh, this he gave me this uh, card case that is really really nice. Um, it's made from anodized aluminum. That is aircraft grade anodized aluminum, um, and it's you know I can fit these boxer business cards on the back and have my my key my cards in them, and I just feel way more professional walking around with them in life. Super cool shit, and you guys should go and check out his stuff and buy it when it's available. Usually it's not, but buy it when it's available. But we will be working with Rama. The date is August 8th. Um, I don't know if that'll change. I don't think it will, but that's the date right now, August 8th. Um, this will be on the more expensive side of our releases, but the quality will definitely be there. And we've got uh, we've got clothing coming with it. Uh, we've got uh, one piece of clothing with three colorways. So it's going to be very different. It's a new direction. I think I talked about that last week as well. We went the streetwear route and that was something we were hard on and it was cool i liked i liked doing it no deuces designs were all conducive with that style it made a lot of sense um but we also talk about when we have meetings that we want to do a variety of things we want to uh, explore all types of not all types of fashion per se but uh all types of perspectives on what we think look good and we have a wide range of interest between the the four of us at Boxer, and um, I think uh, that it's it's definitely still a great time as we're still very young and have a lot of freedom with Boxer to try new stuff and figure out what sticks. And um, I think you guys will be happy to see uh, the the new stuff as well. I mean, it all looks good, and it's time it's just a little bit different. Washed hats are sold out. I think we still got a couple of bandanas on the store um still obviously got the invert or the negative and the classic tees in stock uh, and yeah going in a different direction isn't bad it's something we've wanted to do and i'm really looking forward to this this next release it's going to be huge we're also going to be focusing a lot on merchandise moving forward you know you saw our releases where it's like three months of releases 
and I'm gonna jump in and talk about that right now. So coming up with Boxer, we're moving into the Boxer Incorporation slash other details. We have decided to incorporate Boxer. The reason that we decided to incorporate Boxer was that um, we have had a, a team playing Fortnite, a professional team, uh, and it all started because I uh, watched this guy's stream. His name is Marowak, and um, he had a very small stream. It was an awesome stream. I liked it a lot, and he was very good at the game. You know, his building looked better than like ninjas or any of the other big streamers. I was like, this guy, you know, this guy's awesome. I would like to, you know, be associated with him in some way. And it wasn't like a small sponsorship thing because that's something we talked about that we didn't want to do was to kind of go that route unless we were going to properly go that route and become an org and sponsor players. But it's, you know, I can't help it be associated with players and stuff like that. It's just something that we, um, I just am naturally inclined to do. And even when, you know, with Zoo, we don't formally sponsor him anymore, but he's still such a great friend of ours and we still talk to him. We still work with him. We still hang out with him. Uh, he still is somebody who I want to work with more in the future. You know, uh, the, the people that I like in esports are not just people who are just like insane players or something. Like I always see something else in them. That they're always somebody that I would consider that like I, I could see myself being friends with. You know, there's something I see. There's something special I see in them. That's not just one thing always. And um, that's why I, even if we if we ever come to become an org, I'll never be the guy who will just pick up whoever you know just because uh it's like an obligation but but um with our team right now the big things that we couldn't talk about um we formerly made this team an offer uh with marawak was tyrone before it was ryan and then this uh player named formerly and um i'm with gorilla great team amazing team uh, they've all achieved a lot as solo players and they, as a team, you know, we're, at one point we're winning 75% of their scrims versus all the other top teams. Uh, we decided that because Fortnite was really blowing up and taking off that we want to, um, you know, be a part of this. It's a great opportunity. You know, it's just, it just felt like something presented itself and it's like, you know, Boxer's always been set up to be kind of an org. Let's, let's do it. Let's make an offer. So we figured out kind of how much money we could afford to make them an offer. Our plan was to find investment. So we had an offer written up for them that'd be like, "Hey, we'll you know we we'll give you some money now, and then we'll we just need some time to try to find investment. If we can't find investment, you just walk away with that money. And um, if we can, then we'll go the complete org rep. They." had the offer for like a week and a half. We kind of gave them a deadline to answer back. We weren't getting a lot of uh, feedback on the, the offer itself. And then, uh, and that was like, okay, well, you know, we gave you an offer. There's definitely going to be, there definitely needs to be questions about this, right? If, if you give somebody a big contract or something, you know, and they look over it and take time to look at it, they're going to have questions. And we definitely wanted them to have questions so that, we know that everybody's making an informed decision because it was, you know, a decently length contract. We want to make sure that if we're going to be, uh, you know, working together for the next X amount of time that everybody's making a decision they want to make, but it didn't, they didn't seem sure of like 
what they what they wanted for sure and that meant, and I and I guess because they didn't give us much feedback and then we had a follow-up uh, conversation to try to sort some details out make sure everyone everything knew everything and they they had some they had someone helping them to interpret stuff which is really good um, as like all players should have and uh, and then they actually had a roster change recently um, one of their key players, Left the team. Now the team is still comprised of the best, some of the best players in North America, but it's a much different team at this point than the team that we initially offered. Um, so we, I know, I personally liked uh, Ryan a lot. I personally liked Tyrone a lot. So uh, without them, we decided that we were going to pull the offer, and instead, just kind of like help them find another org. Uh, another org could easily take this team on. Who? Are extremely talented, you know, top 0.001% players in their regions, and they would def- they're definitely going to go on to win stuff. So it's just that with another org, they could do it without it being as stressful. Like if as boxer, we have to um, we have to make a deck. And for those of you guys who don't know, a deck is kind of a presentation that you would take to show to investors to explain to them why they should give you money, right? So if you if you value your company at a million dollars and you say, I want uh, I want two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for twenty uh, percent of twenty uh, percent. Wait, I, I want so let's say I want ten percent of my company for a hundred thousand dollars. So you want to give up ten percent of your company for a hundred thousand dollars? That would leave you at a million dollar valuation. You would you would definitely want to um, you definitely want to be able to explain. Where that money goes, why you why you um, are worth that much, and what what you can give up, and part of that is taking the things that you have already and saying this is what this is worth, and then also taking like you know like a team for example and saying this is how in the next six to eight months they will make this much money and create um, and and help us meet the valuation that we are kind of foreseeing, and there's definitely different reasons why you need a high valuation. One of them is because you don't want to sell yourself short. Another is because you it's out of necessity. Like you you know that salaries are going to take up a certain amount of money. The salaries will probably um, increase or different kind of incentives will increase to the team and you need to be able to pay those out. Uh, you need to be able to play, pay travel support. You need to be able to pay an accountant. You need to be able, be able to pay lawyer fees. And really ironing out all those different things is huge. And uh, for us, you know, it was like the team and our uh, store, which has been doing extremely well. And we want to take those two things and create a valuation out of that. But because of the roster changes and because we were very, you know, gotten to very uh, detailed, um, we really, we, we put a lot of details about each player of the team and, you know, why we like this player and this player. So much was changing that it suddenly felt like unstable. And let's say um, another giant organization, like let's say Astralis, because Astralis are probably not going to pick up a Fortnite team. Um, just to use them as an example, they could pick up a team. They probably wouldn't have to explain every single player if they if they have teams in other games and they have investors that are already in. They have money to kind of just spend on a team like a Fortnite team, and then just spend money on a ton of roster changes and just figure it out. But they just kind of want a team right away. That's what a lot of orcs are doing with Fortnite teams right now. So that's not a position that we are in yet. No, we might be able to do that with another team in the future, but. For the meantime, we are we are in the process of performing a pivot where 
and it was always a plan. So um, we we have decided that we don't want to go with the team, and instead we want to just focus on the merchandise. Which again, we know that's a proven thing. It's been doing extremely well. Um, merchandise is something in esports that almost nobody does well. You know, um, uh, there are a couple companies out there and a couple teams out there that have cool stuff, but for the most part, not really. Um, Boxer's got a really great logo. Boxer has uh, a lot of cool designs. Boxer has a cool future in terms of uh, planning for what designs we can have. We have the ability to, to um, cross-pollinate with a lot of pro players that I consider my friends um, that have really big followings. We have kind of we have clout from me as somebody who's been in the space and has just been as not just coming from from um, another industry or somewhere else outside of esports and coming into it, right? Like even if like a low level fashion designer came into esports, they would probably have some trouble getting a reputation. But I don't have that problem. I already have the reputation, so I feel very confident with our merchandise and me as a the face of things to be able to um, you know create a really good valuation and be able to. Uh, to get investment for the company so that we can grow as a um, as a as a store, basically, um, and that's something I definitely want to focus on really heavily. Um, we have some leads on that, and um, I honestly believe that anybody would be lucky to work with us at this point because I'm like so confident in just all the stuff we've done, and you guys know like how much time and effort um, we've put into everything that uh, it seems like it's just we're just super promising. I would. You know, I, 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 I've, I told the guys recently that the worst thing that we can do at this point is to sell ourselves short. You know, um, we, we want to be exactly fair to both the investor and ourselves. And I think a lot of people, you know, um, that haven't dealt with like hundreds of thousands of dollars might, you know, their eyes might get really wide and they just might be blinded by the fact that just like all this money's coming in. But at the end of the day, if we really see ourselves as a successful company, then two or three years down the line, if we give up 40% of our company for $100,000, then, you know, that, that barely leaves us at like a total valuation where we could, we could grow at all, you know? So I, uh, <clears throat> we have spent a lot of time figuring out, you know, how to think about that properly and what our value is. And it's pretty much only made us more positive, about uh, what we can do in the future. So there's going to be a huge shift for Boxer to really focusing on the store. And even though we went hard in the last three months, there's going to be even more stuff coming out and really cool things happening there. Uh, so, so I got kind of paused a little bit, a couple of times explaining um, the things that I explained uh, just because, you know, it's all very sensitive stuff. I want to make sure that I am uh, not saying anything that would just get straight up get me in trouble, but I want to give you as much honest insight into my life, into Boxer, um, into my outlook, into the way I feel about things, like all this stuff, just as honest as possible. So <clears throat> I think that's um, a lot of good stuff right there. We're generally feeling extremely optimistic everybody's kind of really working as hard as possible right now um i've enjoyed turning on the stream just to hang out with people and um i'm going to try to my next goal is to get into a rhythm where i'm waking up at 8 a.m going for a run being back by 9 and then starting the stream around 10 streaming from about 10 to 2 
and then going from two to whatever, doing other stuff, finishing off my day with reading, going to sleep, doing it again the next day, and trying to have a schedule <clears throat> like that where it's very healthy. I get more time, hours in the day. I get more work done in the day. I get a stream in almost every single day. That I'm not a streamer. I'm never going to have a big stream, but I still enjoy doing it, and I really appreciate the people that watch the stream. And um, I, so I, I want to get it in there and, and have, it, have it be consistent as well. In terms of visa situation, I have just got a, uh, just actually got a text from James Bardoff uh, offering, uh, asking if I can go to the minor. I am trying as hard as, my, hard as I can to get in contact with my lawyer to figure out what my visa situation is because, you know, my lost work permit is still not found and I have no idea what the hell is going on with that. Um, you know, like, like legally I should be able to go right now. Like that's the, they've already like said that I've, I've got it. They just literally lost my card. I should be able to go and do all this stuff right now, but I can't. So I'm, uh, I will, I'm not sure if I have to turn down the miners. I'll find out um, as soon as I get in contact with my lawyer and we'll see. That's just a quick update on the visa situation. Still the same as it always has been. And apart from that, still looking to for, uh, still looking forward to the future of stuff. I have um, the first international event that I'm hoping to for sure be able to go to is the Zotac Finals in Hong Kong at the end of August. First event, Castle Scrawny. Please, if there if there is anything up there, let me. Let me figure this out by the end of summer, please. I'm just, I'm done with this. All right, I need to, getting claustrophobic. All right, I need to, I need to get going, get started on everything. Um, yeah, got a new website, thisesportslife.com. Uh, Nathan just picked it up and you can use that, just reroutes to the Anchor FM page and just nice and easy so you can go and find everything. We're trying to make this whole podcast a little bit more professional um and yeah this is the feedback section this is not the part of the video where i bullshittingly ask you to leave a comment or write me a tweet because this part of the podcast will probably only be on um in audio but your feedback your dms that say hey thank you for making this i really appreciate those you know, considering this, the podcast is not big, that stuff, you know, means a lot to me. Um, I guess more per comment, you know, it'll always mean a lot to me, but it's kind of just got more impact just because it's like with a, a smaller thing, you don't get as much feedback, even though, you know, people appreciate it. But more than that, uh, I want very honest opinions about how to improve. We'll be here every week. This is a project I'm committed to. We're only gonna get better and better, more professional more clean, more stories, more honest details. And I just need to know what needs to be improved. When you listen to this podcast, was there anything that you thought, oh, wait, I wanted him to talk about that. Oh, wait, I thought he was going to talk about this this episode. Oh, I really wish he took this tone with something. I really wish he was more honest about this. I really wish, you know, he shared his perspective on, you know, this piece of news or something. Like, is there CSGO stuff you want me to add in um, to the podcast? Is there... Do you want less health updates? Do you want uh, more stuff about merchandise? Do you feel like I was as open as I could have been? All that stuff. I really want to know more, and I appreciate the the tweets and support and stuff and support and stuff. I've been taking my Instagram more seriously. Instagram.com/slash/laundersmoney. Today you are actually you won't be able to see it, but I basically shaved a hole in the side of my head 
because I sneezed while I was cutting my hair and that was on my Instagram story. But for more hilarious antics just like that, you can follow me on Instagram and I'm very active on Twitter. I see tweets before I see texts from my mom on my phone. If you tweet me, I will see it almost certainly. So that's the best way to contact me. Definitely trying to grow those platforms. Thank you guys for watching. And um, one step at a time, guys. One week at a time. One day, one hour, one day, one week at a time. And you'll get to your goals. I promise you. All right, be safe.